That's great. Well, okay, that's going to end. Can you, Abyss, show! (laughs) Get over, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's nice to be able to hear on the bid, but we got to do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventure. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) The show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and... Perversion? Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab. <laughs> we gotta have a bomb chicka wow for that. <laughs> in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hello, perverts. Hello. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Count Boogie. And this is show 47. Yay! God damn exciting. Did you hear? Yes. Did you hear? I heard the. Are you talking about the mic you have over your bed? I. It's not the bed. I'm sorry. The be- it's the bid. bid. Okay. Bid. The bed of a moral delight. Got which it. is funny. I saw it as B I D, and it was all in caps, which in medical stands for twice a day. So Boogie's getting <laughs> twice Bam. a day, Boogie. <laughs> I, that's clairvoyance right there. I saw through that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so now, yes, I do not live in a motorhome in the parking lot anymore. I actually have a bid. Woo! Inside, the, yeah, yes, uh, my lovers are very grateful to not be. Uh, in and a, so are in their a, their parents. Yes, <laughs> it is so true. So of course, if I have a bed in the studio, we got to have a microphone over it. Of course, of so, course, because that's what you have to do. So that way, when there's shenanigans going on the bid, we can say, "Hey, what's going on the bid? The bed of a moral delight," and uh, and then we'll be able to hear. This is this is called growth. This is us growing. Are you pounding the table? I am. <laughs> I'm pounding the table. You know what's great is we already had the first picture where I was smothering Mark with my boobs. <laughs> oh, I haven't put that one up yet. No, you didn't get it. Under oh, I didn't? did. Oh, did he? Did he push he, it, put he, it up? Well, no, he sent it to me. I'm get sending it over. But nice. he managed to also get the perverted podcast sign in Aww. the picture. Nice. Oh, look at that. Nice. That's a nice so, picture. That's my butt. It's like just my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's a nice picture. So uh, you guys did some co-topping, I saw. We, we co-topping, Abyss we and I, we co-topped some poor dude. Was that a domination? Was a it was at the domination party last Friday here at the Threshold Clubhouse. Were you violent? Did you punch him in the junk? No, he was no. a good boy. Did you boy. junk punch him? Junk no, punch we, we did. We did. <laughs> I belted him though. You did belt him. That was right across the chops. <laughs> no, it was about what is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> wow, I'm excited. I have a bid. <laughs> no, um, the punching actually came later. I had a lovely lady that she got a little sassy because it was during our scene. She yeah. was setting stuff down, and her butt knocked over part of my toy rack. Oh. So and, you had to discipline her? Well, and it was funny, because she's standing there, and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, as my stuff is, like, rolling down. And she's like, I'll clean it. I'm so sorry. And then later on, she's like, it was my butt. It was all my butt. It was my butt's fault. I didn't do it. Da-da-da. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, so who wants to get punched in the ass? As I stare directly at her, and she's like, Okay. My butt. <laughs> wow. My butt must be punished. Although it was bruise for bruise. 
I bruised her ass. She bruised my knuckle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's tough being a dominant. It Indian. really is. <laughs> I mean, you can get a little sore in your hand. You can get a bruise on your knuckle. No, come here. You'll give you little kisses oh, on your knuckle. Oh, oh, that is just a disgusting show that, of I don't know what. That is just dumb on dumb love. And then uh, it was funny. <laughs> that hey, was awkward. And I also, uh, <laughs> I'm also pretty. Out. <laughs> I'm also pretty happy. I managed to like be able to do uh, ass kicking in spike heels without snapping an ankle. Oh, that yeah. that is actually a yeah. wow. yeah. nice yeah. round of applause yeah. for Abyss. But Kathy and I tore some shit up. That is, all, I had to bail after. I mean, it was all good, and we we're just spanking him and hitting him all she's over. Like, and at and one she's point, like, Ooh, look at his butt. It was a nice butt. At one point, Abyss hops up on the bed, <laughs> straddles him, gets on top of him, and starts wailing on his back. I'm all, I'm gonna go sit down. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over there. <laughs> And my my part in the scene is a little, done. A little intensity picked up, <laughs> kind of shoved you out of the scene. A little, no, a little no. puff of fire there. <laughs> Got a little hot seat. I went over, sat in the corner, and watched. It was really nice. <laughs> and then she's like, "Hey, hey. <laughs> so you and Mark uh, went to the clinic like responsible people." Yeah, huh? we had some fun clinic, and and Mark, of course, doesn't speak on the show, so uh, I will <laughs> speak. <laughs> On her, her behalf, and uh, yeah, so no, you we go, we go. That's what you do. We, you know, if you have uh, multiple, multiple partners, partners, well, that's you very spend, responsible. You spend a lot of, of time at the clinic, a lot of time at the clinic. I've I think our like listeners should times. know what a good and decent human being you are. <laughs> I couldn't say it with you a straight face. Fucking <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Which fuck well, Jesus, okay. fuck, <laughs> fuck, shit, fuck, fuck, Kathy, you fucking instigating fuck. <laughs> Well, he has to be because one of his lovers is a nurse and the other one is, you know, looking into the medical field. So, so we went and, and what's great is this is like North Hollywood, which is just North of Hollywood. Many people in the world know of Hollywood and in Los Angeles, California. And, uh, you would think it'd be a little more liberal, but they see me and Mark looks really young. When I go with Abyss, Abyss handles her shit and is just like fucking stands up, blah, blah, blah. And nobody says, but Mark looks all teeny and innocent, and here I am, this old fucking pervert with this 21-year-old. And she's, she goes in in a blanket. She has a pink oh, blanket geez. on her. Really? That doesn't help. I would suggest <laughs> really? not wearing that next time. They guilt and shame her and, it's you know, okay, like, oh, are you being abused by this guy? And they just give me shitty looks the entire time. Oh, no, Matisse no. is dying in the back. <laughs> oh, you want to hear the shame? I almost went over the counter at the dude because the three of us went one time <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> he goes oh is it your daughter <laughs> to me oh. oh oh first of all i'm a what like a family outing we're all going to the fucking sti <laughs> clinic so yeah so it was a little they're a little judgy there a little and bit of judging going little, on at the little clinic. uh kind of and apparently they said some things that when mark told abyss abyss uh bloodlusted and uh yeah, Abyss went I guess off. you're not supposed to like if you're going to do the swabs, the vaginal swabs that you're supposed to give the patient the you option, the option to do it yourself or have them do it. If they if the patient is not feeling comfortable enough to do their own swabs, especially because Mark was saying that when she went in because she's honest and she's saying what you are supposed to do with, you know, medical professionals. How many partners do you have? Are you um, do you use protection? Do you do this? Do you do that? And she's 
telling them honest answers. And yes, I have more than one partner. Yes, I sleep with women. Yes, da da da. And she started, they started kind of copping a toot with that. And then, like, I'm sorry. She is over the 18 and can fucking do her own goddamn swabs. Any woman who knows any of these has always been given an option. And the thing that pisses me off is I have been to this clinic and normally it's a very good clinic, but I have never had a fucking problem like that. I have never had it. Because you talk like that. No, I don't talk like that. (laughs) They're not going to fuck with you. No, but what pisses me off is just because Mark looks young, I don't give a fuck. They are medical fucking professionals. She is there doing the right thing. She is getting tested. She is being responsible. And you know what? Fuck them. Because the whole point of this, you are in a public uh, setting. You are in a public health setting. How dare you come off on this shit? And it's not like we haven't been there before either. So it's like the fact that they got shitty with her and got judgmental and didn't even fucking let her do her own swabs pisses me the fuck off. Because that is ridiculous. And it is, that is ridiculous. It is degrading. And I'm sorry, the next time y'all go in, I'm going with her. I'm going with you from now on. Damn. I want a bis on my side. Yeah, no, you want a nurse advocate because (laughs) fuck that shit. (laughs) Kathy and I have just scooted our chairs just slightly more. To the right. Uh, this looks scary. Well, just, no, it just, it, she's got it, a laptop. She's gripping her <laughs> laptop. The laptop's like, help me, Kathy. I just want to go on the internet. <laughs> it's a pet peeve. Like, it's one of those things. Apparently. It, well, you know what? It's it, For me, it's the pushback of someone who is doing the right thing. You know what? I teach my diabetic patients, don't do this. I teach my patients with hypertension, don't eat this. You have to exercise more. Once I put it out there, I don't degrade them. I don't judge them. It's their own fucking choices. Just because this happens to involve her sexuality and they don't have and they have a problem with it. That is none of their goddamn business. They are there to help, not judge. So (laughs) sorry out there. uh, No, 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 no. no. Okay. Obviously, (laughs) this is heated and it's important. And we want to encourage people to go and get their STI uh, checks. As a couple, as a group, as often as you can, as Dude, frequently frequent as you flyers. can. I mean, go especially as a group. especially <laughs> if there's like this clinic is a free clinic; it's paid for by the state. Um, so, in this situation, what like if they don't offer you the option, you can speak oh, up you for can yourself. Say, yeah, you can actually say because uh, Mark was kind of like, "Well, I didn't know if I was supposed to." And right there is an innocent, you know, because people want to be polite and they don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, obviously these are professionals, they know what. But you do have the right to just speak up for yourself and say, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't I don't really like the tone that you're giving me. I feel like I'm being judged and I'm here doing the right thing. You do have the ability to stand up. You can be polite about it. You don't have to be necessarily as aggressive as abyss unless it's really fun for you and you get a recording of that and send it to podcast at gmail.com. But Damn. you really do have the ability... To kind of stand up and And absolutely if you want someone in the room like it it, male or female if you don't feel comfortable and you want uh, somebody to go with you in the exam room you have the right to do that nobody has the right to say no you can't have someone in here as your advocate. I, That's illegal, isn't it? I went it? to this clinic with my Michelle, and they took one look at me and said, here, take your swabs, go in the bathroom, do it yourself. Exactly. 
I mean, I mean, maybe the chick was hot the, for They gave Mark. me the option. They said, do you want me to do it or do you want, you know, the only one that I was like, they were like, hey, we need to do it was it's the a throat. throat culture, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's kind of hard unless you have a mirror. Plus, you you know, unless you're like, you know. <laughs> wow. But, <laughs> Are you were what? What was no, that thing? Do that again. What was that? No. Do that just one more. <laughs> <laughs> but no, basically, it's uh, what just really pisses me off about it is just because she looks young, just because, you know, whatever, these people may not agree with her life choices you're in fucking north hollywood like grow grow the fuck up like this is ridiculous i just must say though in on uh, you know you got really pissed at this mark was like i don't know it's kind of hot you know they, they ripped me with a speculum <laughs> Mark's that a was freak. The other th- so no, she, but- she was maybe she just thought it was kind of funny but definitely not I mean, it's not it's acceptable. Not okay. but that's the yeah. thing that pisses me off. It's like, and that was the thing with the speculum. Like she said, "Do you want a pap smear?" And she said, "No." There was no reason for her to have a speculum in her. That's, that's all the kinds thing. Of weirdness about this whole visit to the clinic, right? Yeah, I don't like. That's this. why I'm like, what? I'm the going with you with Mark up? next time, right? You and I Meow. going in the room. Yum, yum, yum. So, right. so we, uh, so we, uh, we have a virtual munch coming up. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about this in the munch. Let's talk about, uh, no. This is Boogie's brainchild. This is, this is uh, actually, this is going to be awesome. Now that we have the chat room, uh, we may be at tinychat.com slash perverted podcast for a little while longer, but until we find out how moldable it is, because we can't really moderate. It's like when trolls start coming in and get too heavy or spam and stuff like that. We need to be able to get rid of those people and ban them or whatever um, and have a larger audience. Huh? What? Hang on, wait, 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 shit. Okay, what? I think you can ban people, actually. Can you? Can you investigate some of that, Unger, for us to see if we can do that? Because I'd love to stay with Tiny Chat, but they really don't give a... What? Because I just banned Mark. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Who banned Mark? Me. Unger. (laughs) You banned Mark? Can you unban them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Mark does not look This happy. is what's oh, going on. No. Look at the look on her face. She's like, Mark. <laughs> I needed a good person to try it on. You should have tried it on me. Okay. Oh, oh well. Unban, unban, unban Mark. Mark God damn it. I don't know how. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oops. 47 shows. Here. Here we are. All right. You guys work on that. Jeez. Oh, okay. Funny. So we, we have this chat room. People. people are in. Uh, I, I don't want to ask Unger how many people are in the chat room because he always counts. About how many? About eight. About eight. Thank you. That was actually wonderful. Um, so we're like, hey, we have this thing. Why don't we do a virtual munch? Because part of the Perverted Podcast, what we um, are really big on is the fact that a lot of the cities that people listen to us in don't have a real community. That Some places don't even have a munch, let alone a place to have a play party or a private party. So part of our community building is that we want to give people to at least have a virtual munch, which means that we can all get together. It's uh, We're going to do it the second Wednesday of every month. So what is it? This, uh, this next the, 11th. the 11th of May will be our first one, and it'll be at 7 p.m. Pacific I'll Standard Time. Huh? I'll be naked. In your you'll be naked. And that you'll way- You'll be in your own house. Uh-huh. I'll we'll be, be in my house. <gasps> hey, the three of us should be naked. We, we, we uh, <laughs> yes, uh, you guys can do that. Um, but well, no, what's awesome about it is on the podcast we don't have a we don't have a chance to uh, really interact with the people in the chat room because we're doing the podcast. Bastards. So 
it's it gives us a chance to do question and answer with our listeners, and then we'll have some topics. We'll bring some basic topics from the show that we talked about, and if people want to continue on those topics, if we, they want to ask questions about the lifestyle, about our our views, what our experiences in the lifestyle, we can do that. And what's really cool about that is on FetLife, if you are in your area, like we can only make an event for this munch in our area, and it goes by our zip code or postal code. So people who are in other cities around the world can actually post an event for the virtual munch. And show their love and get us. And, 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 and well, what we can net, now it becomes the perverted podcast global virtual munch. So we have we have listeners that very takey overy. We have it, it really <laughs> is. The podcast is taking over the so world. So wouldn't that be awesome though? It, if we had people from all over the world. I mean, obviously time zones and whatever. That's why we're going a little early on our day. So the people on the East Coast and whatever. But if you are up and available, wouldn't that be awesome to have people in other countries <laughs> all together? Oh God! There what she goes? What I say? Up and available. <laughs> <laughs> You hear my excitement. It'll be <laughs> the virtual munch. So we'll make an events page. And if you live in a city and you want to post an event in your city, we don't want people posting multiple events in the same city because that'll piss off FetLife. But if you reach out to us at, uh, if you're a volunteer of Perverted Podcast, or if you want to reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, then just say, hey, I want to post this event in my city. We'll make a list of all the postal codes. And then just don't reach out to me. And so then we'll May 11th. May 11th. That sounds awesome. 7 p.m. Fit life is the place. Talk about genital torture and subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about fit life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. What? <laughs> Abyss is being nice and has decided not to blow out my eardrums. And she literally, like, she just looked all like, <laughs> like terror. Don't do it. I can see the look on your face. No. no. Please don't. All hurts. right. You said please fucking look pathetic. <laughs> Our first post today is by Mr. Quiet. It's called Cake and Cunnilingus. Giggity. Ah. Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. I didn't know this, but there, March 14th is Steak and a Blowjob Day. Yeah. And April 14th is Cake and Cunnilingus Day. Hmm. All right. Notice how we missed both of these. Because we're all, so current. We don't need a day for it. We're, we're, I'm all, we got we're, cake? We're perverts. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited about the cake. <laughs> is that tomorrow night? How about Steak and Cunnilingus at your place? Because it's our day tomorrow. Yeah? I what want, do you think? I want pictures. Whoa. Yeah. Because then we like mix the best of both worlds. You gotta worlds. tweet that shit. We're All not right. tweeting me getting damn it down on. I'm not. <laughs> Can't, well, right. we're tweeting. We're not gonna send pictures. I'm just gonna say, I'm doing. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god. That's not what I wanted. Here's a live update. <laughs> <laughs> Aether? Oh, okay, I'm I don't know. Is she through? <laughs> 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 uh, applause. All right. Mr. Quiet says, there is still something slightly taboo about cunnilingus. We all know what it is and that it happens fairly often, but you wouldn't guess that from the way heterosex is presented in popular culture and pornography. A recent study in Canada showed that 52% of men... Uh, enjoyed giving oral sex compared to 28% of women. In other words, nearly twice as many men as women say they like to go down. Men like giving oral sex as much, if not more, than most women. So why doesn't no one admit it? This is the year 2016. We can do better than this. Be a man. Eat some cunt. Hmm. 
Stop shaking your head, Boogie. <laughs> troll for badge. Stop it. <laughs> troll, 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 troll. Stop imposing your bitter attitude on everybody. Troll for badge. <laughs> Abyss, what do you have to say? <laughs> Uh, I have been very blessed in that respect that basically uh, I'd say a solid 90% of my lovers have no problem going downstairs. So, and they'll. Well, you have a two story house. How are they going to get through the kitchen? Oh, my God. Stop giving yourself applause and a laugh track. <laughs> wow. I have the buttons. Uh, this is why he should not have the buttons. These are the buttons. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, uh, I appreciate where he is going. We're Mr. Quiet. Mr. Quiet. <laughs> I was paying attention. Um, where I can see where he's going and I applaud it and I appreciate it. To be honest, from what I've seen, it it's actually flipped. Most, I, I know a lot of females who don't like people going downstairs. You know, and not in their house. What? <laughs> it, it, okay. It just seems to me that every time we have a conversation like this, Abyss always comes out like, I ain't got that problem. Everything is good on my end. I got that. I feel like you're an anomaly. Why? Because I don't think most people can say, I personally have had no problems. Most of my lovers have liked going downstairs. I don't think most women would say that. I know I certainly can't say that. Hmm. And granted, I have not no. had many lovers, but the last time someone went down on me was eight years ago. Mark! <laughs> Mark! Leave Mark alone. Get the saran wrap. <laughs> You got that <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> got a thumbs up here, Kathy. Some people were listening going Saran Wrap. Well, yeah, Saran Wrap if you say okay, safer sex practices. Saran Wrap, dental dams are a little bit uh, more reliable, but in a pinch, Saran Wrap over the vagina and, and anus yeah. is uh, is is a go-to if you don't have current tests on your partners. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I just thought this post was really funny because from my perspective it's i i don't know who these men are who love going down on twice as many men my god where are all these guys because i'm not finding I guess, them i guess they're in my cunt sorry <laughs> <laughs> they're lining up at a business door <laughs> See, that was fun. Oh. You st- <laughs> i'm gonna break your fingers <laughs> seriously back away from the buttons i gave you a laugh track yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no I, I do understand, and I I do know people who have had a lot of problems with it, where people have not been um, forthcoming with the liquor. Exactly. Uh, for me, it's <laughs> I guess a lot of it. Uh, you're able to find out a lot of times in foreplay if someone's going to be going downstairs yeah. or not. It's no, that's true. I just I thought it's unusual that a guy is posting this and that there's a study. Uh, what? I don't I actually don't uh, want to hear what you have to say, but you're going to say it anyway, so go uh, ahead. Uh, troll for vag. Are you having um, a moment over it's there? It's troll for vag. No, no, no. This is standard troll for vag uh, type of posting and the the point is, you know, sure it, Yes, uh, outside, if he would have posted this in like Facebook or like the Christian Weekly Monitor or something, uh, then I would say, you know, uh, the look on a business. Then I would say, okay, it's good to encourage men to, you know, eat more pussy. Um, but this was posted in FetLife where we're all perverts. And I think the percentage of people that uh, go downstairs, per se, as uh, Abyss lovely said, 
I think that that's not a problem for us. We understand we're not as afraid of vaginas. In the non-kink world, um, then yes, of course, people, the, the pussy is evil and you shouldn't touch it. And, Except and for no, I, I, I call bullshit because the not, pussy is evil. The most of my lovers were vanilla. I'm saying, in, I'm talking about the more conservative general. I'm not talking the liberal, uh, you know, okay, fighting then, people. Fuck, fuck liberals. Fuck li- fu- okay, I'll go out and find the liberals. Let's fuck, eat, fuck more, There's they, bound they, to be a fed they, group. They, so they eat more. They eat more pussy. I guess. So the point I'm saying is, in more liberal circles, then I think the statistic stands that most people in a communicating sexual. I think it. <laughs> Yes, Abyss. That is that is your V licking V. Damn, on the mic muff. And V, you are now cunnilinguusing your red mic muff. muff. (laughs) So, but in general, posting it in FetLife is kind of like preaching to the choir. And from a guy's point of view, knowing that I used to do similar things, it's like the guy that walks around with the T-shirt that says, "I eat pussy. I eat pussy. I love sushi." I eat pussy. I have a flogger on my belt. Here, I you know it's it's that also, thing. It's that thing that you do to let women know. Hey, by the way, I'm one of those those few rare men that don't. So, will you let me lick your pussy? Although so you should it's not trolling be wearing, for vag. You should not be wearing a shirt that says "I eat sushi" because if your stuff smells like fish, you should you go get that shit checked out. That's uh-huh. some vaginosis there. Exactly. Right. I'm sorry, ladies. That's the, all you. That is not fishless tuna. <laughs> no. Which he fi- you finally ate. You I, did. I ate the fishless tuna. He it ate was, the mannequin. That was last week's I show, I ate right? the mannequin's pussy, yes. yes. Um, oh it was okay. But no, I, I think, uh, once again, yes, it's great to say that, hey, we all need to, but I just don't get Don't this eat the cake post. first and then go down. I don't, I don't get this post anywhere in <laughs> Fet Life, and I don't see it as a problem in porn. In every gonzo porn, cunnilingus is performed on the female in the porn, either by the male or there's a girl-girl scene in every gonzo porn that is made. So there's gonzo lots... Gonzo porn as in, like, the Muppet? <laughs> gonzo, there's feature in gonzo, at least it used to be in the, the 80s and 90s. And the gonzo is more of the looking at the camera type of pornography uh. where it's more kind of interactive, <laughs> whereas no, the feature... No, I'm going to think of as Gonzo the Great from the Muppet. Yes. I, I eat pussy. Okay. So yeah, I so I don't I don't see where <laughs> this guy is knows. coming from as far as saying that men in the kink community I, aren't. Eating. It can be arguing the same thing about a woman posting, you know, oh blowjobs are, you know, it's not. Yeah, a, I'm the best. Blow, it, know, that, well, that's blah, what blah, it is. Blah, it's it, it, at a part, it's trolling. I recognize that, but yay, yeah, you're right. But you know, we what? should Fuck eat it. more pussy. They, people should Mark? eat more pussy. <laughs> Mark. I think the whole point was men. Mark is ready. Yes, it was the w- that weird study. The, well, and not only that, I think it's also, uh, I think the less exper- experienced f- like guys are kind of apprehensive about going and you know, licking some pussy. But I Ask, know what communicate with your lover. Oh, well, uh, no, but what I'm saying is, like the younger guys, I think are mostly like. Eh, yeah, that's true. Eh, uh, All right, I, well, yeah. that's why that's you some, should be with a man who's more experienced. Experienced. <laughs> troll, 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 troll. With a vasectomy? With a vasectomy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Wingman. There are three mm-hmm. very differing, opposing views here. This but and this is what I love about these posts. So this is a great time. <laughs> do you guys just realize that you glossed over the fact that Mark just volunteered to fucking lick Kathy's pussy? Well, Yeah, it, I don't it. think so. <laughs> so that's a rejection? 
Is that a, is that a, is Mark, that your Mark, I love you, but yes, it is. Thank you, though. Appreciate it. But Saran Aww, Wrap, it's like you're almost not there. That's so sweet. All right, let's I just go think on, it was shall good we? She was down, and and I appreciate that. Good, she was down More for going cake. down. More cake. <laughs> no. You guys go have the cunnilingus. I'll have the cake. Okay. Fair All enough. Right. Sybil Lefay wrote a post called "Who's Pushing for Sex." I like this Bogey. one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't push. I just create an environment. Uh, a bid. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bid. She says, when it comes to sex, I realize that for it to be really good, I need my imagination captured. That's why casual doesn't cut it for me. Because my imagination takes some time to become activated and focused on sex. Once it's been turned on, though, it starts spawning sexual fantasies nonstop and keeping my body in wanting agony. For some people, their body and senses are the main drivers of sexual arousal. For me, the command and control is firmly anchored in the mind, and physical lust is an after effect of desires born in the imagination. Shall I start? You look very happy. Is I, it? I, I'm not. Ha- I'm happy because I learned something about myself in thinking about this. And knowledge is Because uh, my fr- first, I have to take this fucking. <laughs> oh, fucking oh, back oh. race off! Oh, he's he's <laughs> oh serious god. now. Oh my go. god, my visceral fat just got shoved into my esophagus. Oh, um, so at first, my instant reaction in reading this is, oh yes, I'm a whore, and yes, uh, here's the demisexual, you know, conversation where the person says, I can't be with somebody until I get to know them and I have a connection with them, and then I build attraction afterwards. It's uh, a lot of men and women uh i see because i only look at women uh women are more demisexual than men where men are more like take 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 um and so that was my first gut instinct when i read oh this is another demisexual and okay it's a good topic let's 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 talk about that and i stopped myself realizing all of my difficulties and my you know past present and future hang-ups around my sex and I all of a sudden said, hey, wait a minute, before you discount the fact that you're not a demisexual and that I'm just a big giant whore because that's how I want to see myself, why don't you look at your behaviors over your sex life? And, and it came down to the fact that I know my brain, when I see an attractive woman, I, I see someone that I'm attracted to physically, um, instantly the voice in my head, and I think most men have this, is... I want to fuck it. I should fuck it. This is fucking. And then everything is a bracket in between this. It's a game we play. It's would I fuck it? How much weight would it have to lose before I fuck it? How much younger would it be? Would I have fucked it 20 years ago? Would I fuck it? It's like this whole pig guy thing that we go through when we evaluate women. And that's what our brain says. And But I have found, and most of my impotence comes from the stress of that I don't have a chemistry with that person. Even if they're attra- even if what I consider attractive or whatever, if I don't have a certain personality, a certain psychology that goes with it, I literally cannot get aroused. And right. all of a sudden I had to realize that that puts me more in line, maybe not in that I have to have a relationship with the person, but I not only have to be physically attracted to someone, I actually do have to have a personality that I can connect with. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm shocked to hear that, hear mm. you say that. Frankly, I never would have thought that of you to hear you talk. It's 
The right. reverse. It's like you could just fuck anybody and no, you don't want no. a connection and you don't want anything. I say wow. that over and over and over, but it really turns out to I have turned down a lot of sex with a lot of people that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, what are you doing? This is this is a willing, uh, sexy person and she wants you and and my penis were they, is like, were they, nah. <laughs> were they dominant? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That that is that that goes straight to bro. Yeah, yeah. If you're that's dominant, what I'm you go if it's a bro. dominant. But what I'm saying is, I had to take a step back and and kind of say, I'm not the voracious predator that I would like to be in my head, where I just ah, with my club, stomp, stomp, take. <laughs> and I have to step back and realize I have to be stimulated mentally by someone, whether it's a personality. And th- there's a lot of different types of personalities that I I can be aroused <laughs> and attracted to. Don't get me wrong. But in general, there's there's it falls de- within a bell curve. Sexiness does not cut it for me. It can't. It is not just a sexy person, and it's been this way for a long time. So wow. I thought that was an incredible lesson. Welcome for to me. the club. Mm. We'll get your toaster on the way out. Doesn't mean I'm not going to push <laughs> and find <Of> find because <laughs> I can play with anybody. I can I can beat anyone, you know, and and whatever. But uh, if my junk has to get involved, there has to be something. See, uh, this is where it gets a little different. Um, if it's like a one and done, like a one night stand kind of a thing, like I, I, if there is a connection and chemistry, I can fuck them. No problems. But if it's something that it's going to be, that's going to be sticking around or a potential relationship or is involved with other relationships of mine, there has to be a connection. That's where I get weird and hung up. Like I can do the lone wolf thing and fuck people just as a one and done and not have to like we can have hot sexy time as long as it's protected and blah, blah, blah. And I can never see you again and be happy. See, I have the never see you again and be happy, but I have to have. <laughs> I have a thing. Plus, also, I think that goes along between m- the difference between men and women. You don't have to get an erection to have sex. Yeah. You can kind of like if I could, ju- I would if if I could look at any woman that I want and get an erection, I would have sex with them. It's not that I won't uh, have sex with them. It's that I physically can't because I don't have arousal. Well, I'm not saying that I'll just fuck anyone. There has to be a chemistry. And sure. that chemistry is very um, particular. I am <laughs> ridiculous. It's funny. Like, it's I get weird chemistry. Like, Boogie and I had instant chemistry. My exes and I have had instant chemistry and all this other stuff. Gorgeous. Like I said before, we've had gorgeous people in the things and, you know, oh, they'll, hey, you know, let's hang out. Let's do this. And I'm like, nah, there's nothing there. And we've had gorgeous women, you know, we could share our bed, da, da, da. But if I don't have a connection with that person when it's involving my other lovers, then it becomes like, no. Kathy, bring us home. Hey, we've talked about, I've talked about this too often on the show. I think everybody knows my views. I'm completely demisexual. I totally understand what she's talking about. And um, I liked her post because it it's called Who's Pushing for Sex? Because she's going from, she's got this kind of reverse thing where when she was younger, she was um, pushing herself to have sex, even though inside she wasn't really feeling it. Right. And I've heard a lot of, of people say the reverse, like they really wanted to have a lot of sex, but they were holding themselves back. But for her, it was for the the reverse. And I, I totally understand her. I'm I am 100 percent demisexual. I absolutely 
cannot even contemplate or imagine or don't even want to take my clothes off and be intimate with anybody unless I, I know them. It's completely having to do with their mind and my imagination has to be captured just like hers. So I thought it was a great post. Mm. Thank you to both Mr. Quiet and Sybil LeFay. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very, very good. like it. Don't cry, groove the newbies. We've been there, we're here for you. If you're new to exploring your kinky side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry, we were all new at least once. Send your questions, topics, or kinky newness, and we'll do our best to help you without making you feel stupid. Mm-hmm. This week's topic. This week's topic. Should I show my face on FetLife? Uh, where? Are you we, showing your cunt? <laughs> we've talked about this. <laughs> this is this is a topic we are going to continue to talk about um, because it is a very important. There are always new people coming into not just the lifestyle, but also listening to perverted podcasts. So to our... Uh, experienced perverted podcast listeners and people experienced in the lifestyle. Yes, you know this stuff, but just understand that that people who are new maybe haven't thought of some of these things, and it's an important topic to get onto. And that is, should I show my face on FetLife or social media in general? And the first thing I'm going to open up the conversation with is, I always tell people, uh, what is your goal in in this lifestyle, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to attract lots of attention to your sexuality? Are you just trying to meet some quality people? Um, and then the next would be, are you out? Hmm. And do you understand that for the rest of your life, whatever you put on Fet Life, whatever you put anywhere on the internet, regardless of whether you make it private or not, is on the internet forever and your friend that is your friend today that you allow to see your pictures privately and has possibly downloaded those pictures or click the snipping tool on on any computer and cut out your picture and saved it they have your picture and the day they're not your friend they may not respect your boundaries as much so when it comes down to fet life uh i tell people absolutely don't put your face on FetLife, unless you are out and you are okay with people seeing you as a sexual uh, individual. Well, and I do it, like, I have face pictures online, but I don't have genital pictures. Like, that is one thing that uh, I um, Fee said, was she's like, I never will have my boobs and my face in the same picture. Right. Um. Yeah, we have talked about this a lot. In fact, didn't want to recently... It was uh, two people in particular that we listeners of the show who had problems with this, and it wasn't. Oh, right. It wasn't as them. yeah. It wasn't as blatant as yeah. I put my face picture on there. It was an issue of cross posting, mm-hmm. right. or or just some uh, recognizable body parts. You think you're being careful, and here's the thing: mostly, most people are not going to have any problems online. They're really not. It, the, you hear the horrible stories, but most people won't be having uh, those kinds of horrendous issues happening to them. The question isn't, aren't the odds? The question is, when if it does happen to is you, be how you? are you going to deal with it? Are you going to be okay with it? Because the the easiest answer in the world is 
no, I'm not going to have a problem with it. And those people who have no problem with it and they, they're they out and they couldn't care less, good for you. Have but fun. But that's not most of the people. Most people would have trouble. Even me, I'm kinky and I, I guess I'm out in that if someone finds out, I'm not really going to care. But it would create, even I who had to make up my mind when we started the podcast that I'm going to be okay with my picture being out there, even I would not look forward to someone emailing or people from my past and my having to deal with that. It would not be fun, right. but I've at least made peace with it. But you have to think about that when you're first starting out in the community. Well, I would also say that um, a lot of times, <laughs> let me give a scenario. A lot of folks um, join FetLife like after something like a divorce or they've been repressed all this time because the family was very this and finally they are going to take a step and they're going to get on FetLife and they're going to explore. If you are in a situation like you're in the middle of a divorce, you've left your spouse, you have children. These are all things that could and to someone I know did come back and bite them in the ass. Luckily, her ex-husband didn't know about the uh, profile, but found out she went to clubs, did this, all this stuff, started, you know, this is all stuff that- Brought it all to court. And brought it to court. So that is one of these things where it's like, if you have shit to lose, do not put your face on anything. Yeah. And I can understand if you're new and especially young. And I don't don't mean to say that young people don't know what the fuck they're doing. But when I was young, I didn't know what the fuck I was (laughs) doing. And- there are some people I've actually heard them talking at the club here they like a picture they think it they look good in it they think it it really showcases some part of them that they really like they can't resist not putting it up and it and it's when that part of your brain is making the decisions that you're in your trouble. vanity don't yeah. let your vanity make the decisions <laughs> <laughs> don't let don't let your cunt or your dick decide what pictures are going <laughs> exactly. online well now here's here's something that that I thought about uh, in in making in putting this together um we're in los angeles so we don't need fet life to meet people we have the community we go to the munches we go to the parties we go to the classes where we can meet people so we have the luxury of not having to show our face because we're going to meet them live but when you're in cities that don't have a community if you're going to meet somebody, especially in a dating situation, they're going to want to know what the fuck you look like. That's just that's just the way it is. You're going to at some point have to show someone this is me. I'm not a you know, I, I, I'm not misrepresenting myself, which you can in a picture. But just go with me on it. In that case, if you send someone a picture or post a picture, only send your face like you were talking about what fee used to do. Only send a picture of your face. Do not send a picture of your body. If you are going to develop something where you're flirting with the person and you want to send them nude pictures, cut your head completely off. Do not have the same things or identifiable marks, which Abyss talks about with tattoos. Mm -hmm. So in places where you actually want to use the internet to meet people for potential play partners and dates, yes, you can individually, privately send them, but just don't give away your body on the internet it comes back and i know you say kathy that it doesn't it's very rare it's not that rare well i not very rare i know a lot of people are not going to have that not going to have a big problem where somebody has been outed yeah and somebody's face has been and they cross post on facebook and this and that whatever so i think it's 
Especially I, for if you are new to the scene and you are not out and you have things to lose, do not put your fucking face out there. Yeah. Don't do it. I know. No, it's hard. It's it. hard. You put that camera down. Oh, put it drop down. It, drop it. Ah, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get a rolled up newspaper. No. no. Bad pervert. Bad. Stop that. Bad pervert. You be kinky in the sheets and don't put your face can, on the streets. Can I just ask an odd question that has nothing to do with this? Sure. Is that Cletus behind yes. you? <laughs> yes, it is. Is that a picture of your dinosaur Cletus? Actually. On the wall behind you that I just saw. It's not just a picture. It's... um cut out cardboard oh my goodness she made a version of her favorite stuffy cletus cletus and when i moved from the motorhome i took it and i put it and she didn't see i put it right behind her Aww. so she has her little friend with that's, her okay. I'm, sorry for the interruption that's okay i like cletus though unger uh what's going on in the chat room here um mostly just them agreeing with y'all about the not showing face and body slash identifying marks in the same photo at this point so we have a chat room consensus. Yeah, look at they, that. They're actually, we're actually, actually on the topic talking yeah. about the topic and and everything. It's, See, they it's, agree. Rolled up newspaper. It's weird. <laughs> rolled, rolled up newspaper for the kids. Anything else fun going on in there? Uh, Mark hasn't come back, and they're not happy oh, about that. Oh jeez. Oh my God, is she still banned? No, I unbanned her. I figured out how, and I actually unbanned her. She's busy taking pictures. She's and just them. not joining, and everyone's unhappy. She's like, "Fuck you yeah. guys, Mark, I'm done." Mark, oh Mark's, oh Mark's taking pictures yes. so she can upload them to uh, our Twitters and stuff like that. All right, all right, this is it. This oh. is it. This is oh, it. She's rolling up. I have this waited for this segment to start for so long. This is the longest building segment. In the history of perverted podcast, <laughs> and I will preface it with this because, of course, I made a jingle for her. Mm-hmm. None of us read. We are losers, <laughs> and we are illiterate, we and are we have losers. we are complete illiterate losers, and we do not read books on perverted podcasts because liar. We just uh, we don't read a lot of them. We don't read kink books. We don't read a lot of the kink books, and we find in the lifestyle that um. I think it's just repetitive. I think it's just a list of books that we, when somebody's new, they say, what books do I read about BDSM? And we run down this list, and I've never read any of these fucking books, except maybe SM 101 and like three chapters. I see them in our library. Ethical, And we have a giant library at Threshold that is open. He's literally read like three chapters (laughs) of the ethical slut. I've read a lot of erotica. It made me very ethical. (laughs) So we're like, well, shit, you know. Are we just fucking recommending books that suck? Or are we actually, um, (laughs) or are we whatever? So I'm like, well, shit, who loves to read? Not us. Who loves to read? And, uh, And so at the front office here at Threshold, my good friend Natisse and I have been buddies for a long time. And Natisse is a personality that is not to be reckoned with. That's she is I a mega her. goddess. She is a mega goddess of fun, uh, New York, amazing fucking person that we have so much fun. We survive 11300 Heartland on a daily basis together. Her her presence just brings out titties because I know just I flash her and so does Mark. Mark flashes her on a regular <laughs> basis. And so another thing about Natisse is she is a voracious reader. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you can do book reviews and so now he's like let me use you and now 
And now, don't give us the jingle. Books are magical, fill your mind with wonder and help you learn things too. But sometimes they suck, and that's why we have Perverted Podcast Book Reviews. (laughs) Perverted Podcast, it's like a monster truck jingle. (laughs) Natisse, can you please move forward to your microphone? (laughs) <laughs> She's all scoochy, scoochy. Hello, <laughs> Natisse. Like You're going to need to be right up on the microphone, yeah. so get all the way up on it just so it's on just, your... Just get up on that muff. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you I'm doing? doing fine. Doing are you fine. doing good? Turn it down a little bit. There you go. Now you... Doing fine. The <laughs> and the Damn. S- the sarcastic <laughs> look starts. She's like, am I supposed to be nice to you here? <laughs> so now then, Natisse, are you a kinky person? Hmm. I am not kinky. I am kink friendly. I just like raunchy, dirty sex. I'm oh. a lesbian. Um, although I have respect for a man who looks halfway decent. Notice, but I don't want to fuck him. <laughs> you know, he could be a brother. Right. Hey, bro. Um, you know. So then you're actually the perfect person to read these books because you're not kinky. And you're you're going to get. You're just, you're just a pervert, and we love you. See? So this is this is, and that's what I said. Because you're kink adjacent, you understand a little bit about kink, but you also can read it from the point of view of someone who is newer to this to understand if these concepts are bullshit to you or whatever. So we gave you no restrictions, right? And you get to just tell us whether you like. We're not sponsored by any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> that, so so if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. Is this something pertinent? Uh, hang on a sec. Is it what's going on? Um, for the book, are the is it the first edition or the new one? Oh my goodness, it's, really? It's okay, wait, well. Let's you. start with the book. Um, what book did you have, Natisse? I had uh, the new topping book by Dossie Easton and Janet W. Hardy. It is the newest edition. It is the newest edition. Yes. Now, this is a book we have been recommending for as long as it has been in print. So now. Can you give us a little bit of what is this book about? Okay. This book is a resource about various styles, methods of topping for beginners that addresses the various ways someone might want to top. Their responsibilities to the emotional, psychological, and physical safety of their bottoms. And a much deeper, or shall I say darker, look at the emotions that can be invoked playing this way. Now, let me say, this is not a technical manual. If you want technique, there are dozens of excellent guides to knots, whips, sex toys, ropes, and everything else you can think of, including videos all over the internet and right here on Perverted Podcasts. Hmm. Good plug. (laughs) It is, however, a guide in which one can come away with a better understanding of the complexities of topping. Sprinkled throughout are the author's real life experiences and those of their friends, yada, 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 giving somewhat of a realistic view to the subject matter. Remember, topping is not a science. You will make mistakes. Lots of mistakes. Now, if you have thoughts, don't cut me off. (laughs) If you have thoughts, questions, fantasies, even a beating the crap Ola, yeah, I'm a New Yorker, out of someone for pleasure, well, you might be a top. This book answers questions like, 
How do you know you're a top? Does there always have to be a top and a bottom? Where are the boundaries when power and cons... Uh, pardon me, where power and consent get blurry? Where pain equals pleasure? Where fears equal arousal? And uh, where no equals yes? And then when you itch to go further. It also covers symbolism and structure. The roles being played, corsets, collars, and leashes, symbols that are a reminder that the top has made a commitment to remain aware, contained, and in control of both partners, and not to drift off into her or his own orgasmic pull. Now, no one book exists without a con. Uh, what? Here we go. And here is mine. <laughs> oh. Please realize that acting out sexist, racist, and other degrading stereotypes is in and of itself a form of oppression. But since we're just playing around and no harm is intended, that suddenly absolves you from the fact that it's sexist or racist? Really? However, what the authors are claiming people are offended by are the offensive slurs you might use during your undeniable culture-appropriating kink play that is somehow oppressive. Hmm. Call me a bitch? I might walk away. Call me the N-word and I'm gonna fucking knock your ass out. <laughs> know that vacuum environments do not exist in the real world unless you're rich. In which case, PM me. My friend has a perverted podcast. He would never ask for financial donations to keep this going. <laughs> but I have no shame. <laughs> In conclusion, although this book offers enlightenment, it is not an end-all. One needs to garner as much information as possible through instructional guides, classes, demo videos, and find a reliable mentor. And always, always be safe. Excellent. And listen to Perverted Podcasts. Wow, that book covers a lot of ground. Wow. Uh, and I didn't even mention it all. Wow. No. I mean, with without the technical, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't deal with the technical mm -hmm. of it. But oh my god, that's Were a there lot. pictures? No. <gasps> Damn it. It's only like two hundred and eight pages. Holy so moly, now if if you're coming awful. into this book as, as a new person and you want to know what topping is, did you feel like at the end of that? at the end of that run, you kind of were like, I get the headspace. Because we've had a lot of conversations of things that you're like, that challenge, like what, what other things? Right. Well, if you read the book, you get the headspace, you know, and all of the responsibilities and the obligations. We've, we've had this conversation. I was like, shit, it's hard to be a top. Right? You know? <laughs> In my world, a type, a top, you know, I'm a lesbian. Top is a dyke and she just does her thing and you know, I can lay back and be a lipstick lesbian or, yes. you know, a, <laughs> a pillow princess. You know, a yes. pillow, exactly. You know, or, you know, if the mood hits me, I can flip her, mm -hmm. you know, depending on who she is. Some, so some you're like flexible. Right. I'm flexible in that sense because there is an aggressive side to me. No. But, <laughs> no. You're a gentle oh, doe. She's going to come over there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Let wow. me go into pretend passiveness. <laughs> no. So, you know, so, yeah, you you can learn a lot from the book, 
you know, especially since they give all these little stories in between. And you're like, oh, oh, so that's how that goes. But you're not learning any technique. And right. I think before you go into, you know, a club and you decide, oh, I just brought this, you know, new cropping. <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of abyss. But I've never cropped anybody before. Right. So, you know, the next thing you know, I'm hitting on the back of her neck. I'm hitting her ankles. I'm hitting the back of her knee. I'm just wailing on her ass. And I'm. Which I would love to see personally. <laughs> you know, and I'm all excited. And she's crying in tears. And I'm not reading her body language or any of that. Right. So I, I, I really think that people have to research. And, you know, they, they really do need to follow other people who are, have been in the community a long time. Sure. You know, find a mentor. I mean, most people, if you go to them, I think, in a respectful way. You know, I don't know about some of the masters, but, you know, just in general, <laughs> in a respectful way, they will say, oh, OK, I'll take you under my wing or I'll teach right. you a few things. And then maybe I'll pass you on to someone else who can teach you something else. Right. Well, I know I know all of us here have been at parties and people have approached and they've seen after normally after play or something. They'll say, hey, you know, that was really neat what you did. Can you can you show me and my partner kind of a thing? I know all of us have sat down and done that. Um one of shit one of ungers and i's entire scene it started as just a regular we are going to do needles and it's going to be fun and it turned into a whole demo and teaching scene <laughs> but that's nice but yeah so and that's how it should be but it sounds to me like this is this book se seems to be a good primer it really is it's a good primer uh with the exception of my cons <laughs> you know I, I i just take issue with that mm -hmm. you know you uh, you can't approach me with a racist scene and think that that's going to be okay with me because no, it's I, in a scene. I, I yeah, would because it's in a scene. Um, no, no, no. That kind of that kind of scene, you know? I would imagine, in this community, people who want to do any kind of race play already know that they're they're they, walking. They're walking a thin line. Yeah, so they're not. Uh, this is not something obviously. And uh, from my experience, I just can't imagine. Have never seen anything like this where someone casually tries comes to up do and, pick up yes. race play. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I have I, this I clan mask and. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to try it on with my Nazi uniform and uh, or on the, you know, I have this Black Panther uniform yeah, but, and I just want to. But that, that or, you know, the sexist stuff. You know, oh, sure, just, sure. You know, uh, we have a, well, there's a lot of sexist playing. Yeah, there really is. <laughs> That's part of basic humiliation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. and and that I for me personally. That's I, not. I, that's not a turn on. Yeah. That's actually a good reaction, yeah. though, for you to have in reading a book that's a primer, because you were able to pinpoint it. Right, they were able to explain it in a way that you understood exactly what it was, and you said, "No, that's not for me." Mm -hmm. You just found your hard limits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good book in my yeah. in my yeah. book. That's a good book. Uh, oh no. But so you're I saying know, in general, <laughs> it's not a complete book. Don't just walk into this book and think at the end of this book you can pick up a crop. And go and start and hitting start something. Hitting a bit. Exactly. But as far as the headspace is concerned, it you will know. help clarify things for you. Definitely. Okay. I, I also like the fact that in the book they went over like uh, the need for the emotional and setting it up and the responsibility of the top to the bottom, not just in a taking kind of situation. So I think it. And overall, it sounds mm. like I probably won't read the book, but I think I will continue lovely. to recommend the I, topic. Book. I feel better now about recommending <laughs> it. <laughs> this is why we have Natish. I'm so glad I could be in service. Thank you, Natish. That, that is uh, oh, that's okay. You just like uh, you just you know 
fantasized about beating the crap out of me poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Which made it actually that hotter. So um so next month, um if we do this every month, if you're mm-hmm. okay, if you if you have time, either every month or every other month, whatever, however long it takes you, because I know you're busy with all your other stuff, and you do have other books to read that <laughs> that you actually uh, are just for you. Right. My next book is actually going to be the new bottom book. Oh, okay. So you are going to go and, yeah, and then gonna, take both gonna, sides gonna, of the next perspective. Month I'll, I'll do the bottom so that people can see that side of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, because I, I think a lot of people miss that the bottom has more control of a situation than people than like to yeah mm-hmm. oh good preview you know Ooh. all right absolutely i, I i'm i'm excited about this <laughs> like thank, this thank you thank you thank you very much Satish. all right that is look at that see look now we're, we're <laughs> and I like how she just wheels back she just <laughs> wheels back to her other side i just like the fact that now we look a little more astute don't we that uh, we actually have a reader amongst us yes indeed no no yeah, perverted yeah. podcast is actually <laughs> very distinguished um, yes we have a book review yes it's natice comes in yes, she's very very intelligent she reads the books very well for us and i i color i actually color i uh, I get crayons and I put them in my nose and then color and that's 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 my Please jam. Stop. That's my jam. Prejudice, fantasy, and fiction means your truth just might be wrong. Let's try to wade through the bullshit on Fifty Shades Above and Beyond. Did you do something different with that? What? That jingle. A little bit, yes. You took something out. You took some of the. Well, the, the I had the harmonies really high, like oh the high that sings that I did. <laughs> and so you couldn't really understand what the hell I was saying, so I just kind of scaled it back, ah, and then and then put it so you could uh, put it through. Yeah. See, because what yeah, people yeah. don't know, I'm actually going to do a video like how Boogie makes a how, perverted how podcast. To write a jingle? No, because everyone thinks I just like get music off the internet, and I'm no, like, you, no, you rock that, that shit. shit. I, I do the drums, Every bass, guitar. Voice I got on there the, is you. I got, hey, and, not everyone. And not everyone. Sometimes I, Abyss I, joins in. Oh, okay. And uh, Abyss and Fee did the harmonies on the uh, perverted podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, our OG, our actual theme song, mm-hmm. and the so, Fat Life video. Yes, and the Fat Life video you sang on that. So yeah, no, I, we, I, I've been a musician since I was eight years old, and and uh, and I play, and we with do himself. it. We do. I play with myself a lot, and I'm telling you, what's great about doing the jingles, for uh, fucking, I'm I'm a shitty drummer, but I'm a great drummer for eleven seconds. For eleven seconds, I am Neil Pert. You are a god. Okay, maybe not Neil Pert, but I'm at least you know like the guy, the one arm guy from Def Leppard. I'm at least that level for ten seconds. That's sexy. Yikes. Yeah. Can we go on to the segment now? Oh, this is Fifty Shades. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Let's try to wade through the bullshit on Fifty Shades Above and Beyond. Blah, 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 blah. We still have no intro for this, but basically it is the idea that there are myths that the vanilla or non-kink community has about this lifestyle that they get from either Fifty Shades or uh, other sources of mythology that aren't necessarily true. And we compare, (laughs) we bust these myths open. Other sources of mythology. Uh, other sources of mythology. <laughs> so that would be like the secretary. Or yes, the Nordic secretary. Or or the hey, or the actually, story no, no, no. or the, the story no, no. of Viking O. No, the uh, the Marquis de Sade. Sure. 
and uh, and so what we do is we take a thought, you know, what is a general misconception about our lifestyle, and then we uh, we talk about it. And, and Kathy, what is today's? I don't know. It's behind me, and I don't have eyes in the back. It of says my head. BDSM always involves sex. Hmm. No. 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 <laughs> no. Okay, on, thank you. Let's go on. Prejudice <laughs> <laughs> means your truth is What? That said is, it was going to be a short. It's a very short. <laughs> no. Although I will say that I have never uh, played where there wasn't some sensual or erotic element. but it wasn't, Sexuality? It wasn't yes. necessarily and in sex. This is, exactly. This for me, I, I really connected to this, which is uh, why I picked it. Um, because this was me when I came into the actual lifestyle. With the I've vloggers been, on the belt? With the Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but it, they were teddy bear foggers and all. It was still douchey and I was still trolling for Vag. Just, but just younger Vag. Huh? Just, yeah, yeah, just, uh, no, no, it, it worked once. One, one girl said, oh, that I got to be beaten with that. And I'm like, oh my God, this works. And then a bunch of people leaned in and said, by the way, you're a douche. We have our, to- yeah. we have toys and we don't need people to see People actually your- said that? Yeah, they did. Wow. Um, so, uh, you know, hey. Prejudice no, <laughs> no. What? But prior, you know, I had I had a kinky career. You know, my kink started much younger. You know, in my twenties, but very still. You know, you know, developing whatever spanking, throat grabbing. You know, those types of things. And there was aspects of kink, <laughs> but for me. What what are you giggling on aspects ass. of kink? Because ass, you're digging, <laughs> you're just digging that fucking twelve year old of you. I under laughed. Un- under I, did did you think that was funny? Actually, I was laughing at the. Ah! I think it's a Cletus. Re- what? With squirrel and you know. Yeah, happens. But no, that so my entire kink career prior to actually getting into the lifestyle was you give someone a spanking, you do something kinky, and then you fuck. Hmm. And that was literally, that was what I thought kink was. So this myth was exactly me, that BDSM and kink... What? Why is Abyss Why? pointing? I, I, I just got the death po- like the you <laughs> pointing. That was that was like Frankenstein I, village I think judgmental she's right there. Reflecting back to when she first met you. <laughs> no, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, it was almost a little flashbacky. Um, I wanted to go to Threshold when I was eighteen. I was dating somebody because I knew about Threshold. And they said, no, you can't go there. You're in a committed relationship. All they do is, you know, they smack each other and fuck. Wow. Look at that. So So literally it was, I was told anything that involved kink was, means you were going to sleep with someone else. Look at that. Oh, that's why it was like, (gasps) see, so it is. So this is great. This is a great topic for us to get in on because this really is in the non-kink community a very big misconception. And until I got into the lifestyle, that's what I thought. Once I got into the lifestyle and I saw people who were doing this on a regular basis, you see the fork in the road. Once again, Kathy, you talked about it's still erotic. It's still sensual. There's still, but there's a fork that you, when you get into a play scene and whether you're doing a flogging or a spanking or a cropping or anything other than just a couple swats, once you are start developing, there's a place, at least I find, where there becomes a fork in the road where you are aroused, you can either follow the arousal and then it turns into sex. Once that arousal is peaked, then at least for me, then it's, I got to 
I got to have sex with this person. But there's another way that if you ride that kind of titillation and that arousal, you go into another place, which is the meditation, the deeper connection, the sub or top space, the that on the mountain hyper focus where you're still in a sense of arousal, but you have now gone beyond the actual need for just ending an intercourse or some sort of sexual activity. And you go into the deeper levels of the BDSM play, which I had never experienced until I got to the lifestyle and started seeing it. Hmm. And now most of my sex does not end or most of my play uh, at least at the dungeon, does not end in intercourse. I could have had the reverse. You want it? When I first came to... What is uh, that? Natisse had some... What? Yeah, oh, yes. Well, I'm sorry. No. I, I just thought there was no sex at the dungeon. At members' parties, there there is... And there's different versions of sex. Like, you could, at Threshold, during community parties, which are open to the community, there's no mouth-to-genital or genital-to-genital contact, but you can still use toys, vibrators, So if fingers. I wanted to, like, fist abyss, that would be cool. You could do that at all Threshold parties, because abyss wow. is so down with you. <laughs> she has... Every time you come in, she goes, you know, I give Natisse a hug when I come in, and the way those hands wrap around me... I bet she could fist my pussy like fucking Thunderama. Do you really? She uses this? the word Thunderama. <laughs> I don't know what Thunderama. Like, what the hell is he talking about? I really like having Natisse come by and visit the show. <laughs> but no, so there's varying sex, but as far as like intercourse, oral sex, those types of things, no, not at all. All parties. Well, no. The reason I said it because if I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pick anybody. Sure. If I'm gonna fist Mark, okay. <laughs> Thumbs like, up yeah. for Mark. Thank you very then, much. Then you know, I'm an equal opportunity person. Nice. Um, and you can yeah. hold her like a puppet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, if I'm going to do that, then she's going to come. Sure. Mm-hmm. So technically, that is sex. Yes. But what I'm talking about is there is a time if you're doing play. Obviously, if you're doing sex play and fisting, that is mm-hmm. a sex type of play. Okay. But if you're starting with a spanking, a cropping, a flogging, wax play, fire play, knife play, needle play, all the other types of play, there can be a point where you can make that sexual and you can stick needles in someone and fuck them because mm-hmm. they get turned on from it. But there is another place where it turns and then you don't have to follow that sexuality and the result is something that I never experienced in a sexual scenario when you go down the sex road when you go down the non-sex road it's then you the get dolphins then you get into the headspace yeah in the purple haze and yeah. all that. well I think I think Kathy and I have a very similar uh, walking path a lot of times like I don't fuck 90% of the people I play with like flat out totally agree i mean we will we'll have very connecting which was funny i had someone the other day literally because i said i'm not a sexual player and she looks at me and she goes i've seen you play you're sexual and i'm all what <laughs> see i think that this is one of the major problems is that people identify that as different things sex for one for, we, we that's why we use at threshold we use the word s- sexual activity right because uh i Maybe to someone like Natisa, sex means having an orgasm or climaxing mm-hmm. or some kind of penetration. Boop. Maybe uh, 
for someone else, they consider a blowjob sex, but they they don't consider something else sex. It's mm-hmm. just uh, that question is a little bit vague, and I think that if you define what sexual activity is, uh, I think most people who don't know anything about BDSM or kink are thinking sexual intercourse and that mm-hmm. this is a swingers club and you come here and you're going to get fucked. Right. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, a lot of the stuff I, I do, it is arousing. Not everything. If I'm playing with someone who, who likes, which hasn't happened for a while and I miss it, who, who likes to be of service, that is actually sexually arousing to me, but uh, not... It, not in a panty dripping kind of way. Exactly. It's like, uh, it keeps me in a heightened state of arousal, but it's I, I don't f- want to have sex with that person. It's just that it's always uh, intoxicating for me to have someone under my control who wants to please me. Mm-hmm. But um, so, and there's also, then there's also different kinds of uh, play, different kinds of kink, different kinds of BDSM. But the notion that you're going to walk into Threshold or any other BDSM club and see people fucking left and right because that's the main thing that we do. That is a total myth. That is a myth. And yeah, that just doesn't happen. Which, and I think part of it too, the way it was described was because I do push up against my bottoms. Like when I climbed on top of uh, the person we co-topped, they described that as being sexual. Whereas for me, that was more of a dominance. Right. Because I'm on top, I'm, and I'm hitting. So it's one of those. But it's, again, it's, I think you brought up a good point. It's what is sex to that person? In my, and we at panels we talk about this all the time I don't fuck half of the people I play with and like my ex would say he was like oh well you know you just have sex da, da, da. no perfect example I do not I, 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 I fuck two people in this room you know yeah. a good myth we just I, I, destroyed I, so in other words uh, define se- what sex is for you and understand that there are deeper paths if you are someone that's interested in BDSM, like because we have a lot of people that are listening to the show that aren't into BDSM, but they know someone who is and they're curious to find out what it is, that there are deeper levels. Just like when you, just like the Buddhist monks go on the mountain and meditate for years so they can get to a higher level of awareness, in some senses, that's a lot of what we do here. I call play instant Buddhism because those motherfuckers sit on that mountain for years to learn how to just quiet their head for a minute. I whack your ass with a cane one good swat. Whack! You are present. You are in the moment. You are not living in the future or the past. You are in the present. And that's kind of where we follow that. And that is completely different from the general views of well i understand what you're saying i don't think a buddhist monk would agree with you i i think Uh, i think uh, i think you should just i think a lot of buddhist monks would be like fuck uh, no (laughs) i've been sitting on this this fucking mountain mountain. (laughs) smelling goat urine and fucking yak poo and i could have just gone and let someone i could have let natisse fist fist my monk butt and and I would be completely. I could have been like at Buddha level enlightenment. That's what I think. That's what they would say. No, they they'd would say like they fuck. No, fuck. I'm a, In their little you know, orange robe. That's right. Fuck. Every time, every time you do hit me with a cane, I do say that. Fuck. See, that's what it, I say. Fuck. <laughs> and that's what we do here on Perverted Podcast. And that is our show. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing this uh, kinky playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone who is sitting here in the love lab. Fuck. To our lovely abyss. Woo! 
to Boogie. To myself. To Natiz. To Mark. And Anga. And everybody in the chat room. Fuck those guys. If you have questions, questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, as you go out into the world and you do not find the support that you need from people for being who you are, remember that Perverted Podcast is here every single week. And we support you. We are the family. We are the circus that you can rely on. Until then, keep enjoying the naughty. We are out of here. And we don't smell like goat urine. <laughs> or yak food. <Fuck. laughs> and I want to see Natis. Natis? Natis? Natis. I mean, what? Sorry, what do you want for me? Suddenly, I think he was trying to say Natis fist. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I was saying. Threw you for a loop. A little bit of a loop. All right. Just stop, Boogie. And that is still our show. I love you guys. Love you too.